This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I am with Emily Dean and I'm with Sarah Barron this morning, special exciting guest presenter. And you can text the show on I1215. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Guess what? You can email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. The closed roads do not stop any of that communication. <laughs> I like the way we've gone a bit regal with the Baron. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. I've gone straight course. in with Cosa. Can you pass me my bag, Sarah? Or shall I call you Mrs. Spracklin? Sarah got married. We were all at the wedding on Sunday. Well, yeah. Sarah wasn't. Did you feel that you all sort of nailed it sartorially? Um, Frank? Well, Emily did, obviously. Well, obviously. Thank you, that and, was the right uh, response. Of course you did. And, uh, <gasps> I've got to get this to fit with my headphones, but many years ago I talked about the only hat that really suits me is, is those paper crowns you get in crackers. And I said, I wish I'd got one that was a bit more heavy duty that I could wear throughout the years. And somebody sure. sent me a leather one. Oh. Which I, I know. <laughs> I've got friends in those kind of... Uh, friends Sarah. in high places. <laughs> well. I can only apologise for what you're currently seeing. Yes. Which so, is uh, Frank Skinner. So, so I'm wearing my leather crown this so morning. So that's, that's leather is, is what I'm looking at. Yeah. I know, it doesn't look like it. And yeah. do you know how, is, was this friend a he or a she? How he... Well, when I say friend, it was an admirer. And, oh, oh. Who then went on to say, and could you, we've decided that they look so good, these, we're going to make them and, and market them. Would you give us, um, you know, can we use your name? And I said, mm. well, and what do you, and it got a bit awkward. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> it ends badly, this anecdote. Um, but Sarah wear... pushed me on it. She pushed me into the dark yeah. fringes. Do you, uh, do you wear this every... When, when else does I wear this it every coronation. <laughs> so far. That's not what I was going to say. Okay. Do you wear it every Christmas instead of your uh, papier Well, hat? I like to combine the two because at the table, when the family's round, if everyone else is in paper and you're in leather... <laughs> You know what that feels like. Oh, no. Yeah. So um, as we're on the day, I mean, it's quite a unique bit of billing that we're on the day before, you know, we're actually on before the coronation. We're sort of big coronations, little coronation. You're, we're the opening act. Yeah, we're the spin-off show, I think. When the, when the FA Cup final was still taken seriously, the whole morning's TV programming on the BBC was FA Cup final versions of things. <laughs> so I'd be like, FA Cup final, it's a knockout. And Cup final, Blue Peter. And all, they'd all be on before. So it, it feels a bit yeah. like that, I think. Yes. Um, now. Yeah. Um, what, about, what, about, um, what about Corrie Waddles? Oh, is this what we're going to call it? I've already <laughs> gone straight in with Cosa. Oh, okay. I because I like Collie Wobbles, and I think Corrie Corrie Wobbles or Corrie Waddles, I quite like as a coronation short term. Did you hear? Uh, I quite like Chazzle Dazzle. Chazzle oh, Dazzle. Chazzle, yeah. give Chazzle. us the old Chazzle Dazzle. Chazzle Dazzle. Chazzle 
dazzle them. You see, when Sarah did it, it sounded proper chorus line. We should say that Sarah's flown over all the way from Wisconsin uh-huh. uh, this weekend just to see the coronation. And she's wearing an American flag stitched to a Union Jack flag <laughs> as her dress. We all know those people, that they exist. You laugh, oh, but they gosh. exist. What do um, Americans make of all this? That question to Sarah Barron. It is, oh, but I, I think... you're asking me. <laughs> you're wearing a crown currently. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yes. And it's a. Go- I think it bears mention because if someone had just said to me leather crown, mm. I'd be picturing it in black and it would almost have a sort of S&M feel to it. Mm. But in fact, this is a... It's a gold. Gold. And yeah. so it is... There's a, a childishness. Yeah, well, that's good. A sense of whimsy, almost? I try try to um, embrace the child within myself. That's beautiful. Thank you. Anyway, I think think if I may be, I I fear ageist, I think like some, the the friends of my mother's, who she doesn't think much of, got it? So her friends who she doesn't hold in high regard. Yeah. Are uh, see my friends exactly? Yeah, yeah. are dazzled it. by this coronation, mm. and everyone else is a, a neutral observer. I mean, I'm I'm really pulling this information out of very little evidence, but that's my instinct. Well, I asked. I was on stage at the Soho Theatre last night, and I asked the audience if they were excited about coronation, and everyone went like that. Yeah, and. That made me think I'm really quite excited about it. So I follow the Mark Twain thing, that if you find yourself on the side of the majority, it might be time to reassess your position. Ah, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> so I thought they were all being a bit cool for school, and the ones who were excited were too scared to say so. so well, I, I, I ruined it for Georgina, because Georgina says, I'm at uh, work, the radio is on, the news is very coronation-based. Right. She's on coronation. Yeah. But I'm hopeful that Frank Skinner won't be. Don't let me down, Frank. Frank? Well, look, we've we've got other things to talk about, but it'd be a bit weird not to mention the coronation, for goodness. I mean, if it's that bad, have a week off, do you? (laughs) Did I tell you I tried a bit of AI the other day? What did it do? What did you have it do for you? I had it, and this is genuine, because I think I... I can't remember if I mentioned this to you, Frank. I'm not sure if I did, but I... I said, please, can you write a letter to Frank Skinner congratulating him on his MBE? Oh, how was it? Do you know? It was better than anything I could have come up with. I'm sure that is I might send it to you. Did it have jokes? No, it didn't have jokes. No, I'm holding out, but... uh... (laughs) So far, a comedy and poetry, I can't see AI getting very it, far. There was a lot of esteemed. There was a lot of esteemed oh, in there. That? Oh, yeah. no, we don't And like someone esteemed. with your lo- lo- very long, successful career, highlights oh. of which include... See, that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. I think yeah. um, politicians and the royals have been using it for years. <laughs> for their, like, condolences and stuff. Now that you have your MBE and, and considering the occasion of the day with all these celebrities there, is this the kind of... If you'd wanted to go to the coronation, no. could your manager have made that happen for you? No, I could have been one of those people in the giant Canada flag. <laughs> but I could... I'm only saying because I saw a woman today. This is what made me think about you in the American flag. I actually saw one of those women that you only ever see on the telly is wearing a giant Canada flag and waving to coronation little Union Jack flags. Um. And um, 
I wrestled her to the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I uh-huh. didn't. But I was, it's great. I, I'm glad those people exist, um, but I don't want them to live in my road. That's <laughs> the bottom line, I think. What do you think of uh, Hattie Noobs? Hattie Noobs? Hattie Noobs, because he's wearing a hat. Well, it's a play on Platty Jubes. Oh, I Do you see? see? I'll tell you um, my first hmm. thought, and you might think this is too elaborate, but it's Charles III's public ordination is what's happening mm. today. So I thought it could be called C-3PO. Okay. C-3PO. Oh. Okay. Oh. Thanks for that, girls. <laughs> Beautiful harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> we sounded like surrendered wives there. C3PO. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was a great moment. This is what it was like when the, the, the Charles Manson family sat around in the evenings. <laughs> He's trained as well. So this, I'm just going to rattle some off. Crownton Abbey. Okay. Wait, we have you to know. Crown Crownton Abbey. <laughs> Throne alone. Oh, I like, I like that. No. I don't know if you're going to have that because Jamila, they're, they're both getting. Um, Jamila? Jamila, as I like to call them. Jamila, <laughs> no, like that sounds a bit penicillin y. I don't like Jamila. Chaz and Wave. <laughs> oh, I like Chaz and Wave. What about Orphan for the Abbey, Chaz and Knave? What about Charlie's Changels? <laughs> Oh, enough, enough of that. What about my corona? Shun, the air. Shun? They should have used that. You need Sean, I worry about my corona. They should have used that. And then stop and he'd have gone, my corona. And then someone else would have gone Shun at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Effortless. Camilla could have done that. My coronation. My coronation. Yeah. That would, if he'd done that, it would have really endeared him to what the if? people. <laughs> the people. Mm. Look, I think we should have a break from the coronation and talk okay. about um, the more important thing that happened this week, which was our producer's wedding. <gasps> yeah. So we'll, we'll, do we'll do that. We'll do that. And if you really just want to hear coronation stuff, this is that point like the mm. FA Cup final half time when <laughs> you all make a cup of tea and the national grid strains <laughs> onto the uh, sudden input. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, Sarah Barron's with us this morning. Sarah didn't, she wasn't invited to the wedding, which is, I think, is, you know, you can't invite everyone. Oh, this no, last, no, last I week. think it's socially very understandable that I wasn't there. But, so we'll tell you a bit about Please, please but do. Thanks for making it potentially awkward. No, I don't think No, I think he's, 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 he's addressing the issue head on, which is yeah, an American. I, 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 of course, appreciate the directness. <laughs> exactly, that's important. Um, so, yeah, so we, we went to Egham. Eggum. Yeah. Did. I've never heard I've never heard of Eggum. No. Eggum is sort That's of That's okay. Okay. It's, it's west of London, not far from the river. Uh-huh. It's that sort of uh, you know like the Henley regatta and all those things yeah. happen. It's it's out there. Okay. Yeah. But sounding scenic so far. Yeah, it was fairly it was pretty scenic, I thought. Yeah. It was one beautiful. of those beautiful can I say beautiful uh, location. Mm. They chose. Did the weather behave? Yeah, Ooh. it did, and also which was um, good because I had a silk suit on. Mm. Oh silk. yeah, pink, pink silk suit. Ooh. What did you think? Fantastic. Oh come on, Emily, you make good choices oh, in that man, department. Emily. I get she ex- knows what she's doing. I get excited if I'm going somewhere nice with Emily because I just think, <laughs> what is going to come out today? <laughs> that is such 
such a nice aspect of your friendship. It is, though. That's it, so sweet. It, it's like turning the page on Vogue. You don't know what's <laughs> going to be on the next. It's true. The way In the way you're like... Right now, she's all sort of curled up in her chair with her knees up like she's a 16-year-old with that flexibility and that jacket oh, no, over her. it's amazing. Wow. Anyway. What, what else happened? Well, so... Um, <laughs> We should, you should picture these two. So Sarah is in all in white, like the bride, you know, with the veil and all that. Sure. And Matt, the, the groom, is totally all in black, massive oh. black beard. Oh. Um, he had like a ring on his... Massive black beard? A on, he was like marrying a pirate, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's, if you can, can imagine... a very slim pirate. I know, but I think pirates were generally slim. They, no, they? they were portly a pirate, Sarah. No, I pirates... think... I think they'll, you know, you know, there is no coincidence that people now do that climbing thing f- to get fit and you healthy, see, and they use the rigging. <laughs> you see, you and I have different pirates in our mind's eye. I oh. have more of a Brian Blessed figure. Oh, I see. I think you've gone a bit more rangy Johnny Depp, haven't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like scrawny, you know, we haven't eaten for three days, That's pirates. what you see as a pirate. Yeah. What's your? Who do you see as a pirate? I'm seeing... You're str- fat-shaming fat pirates. <laughs> I'm not fat-shaming anybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying oh, to... Can I say I'm fat-shaming yeah, you're pirates? You're fat-shaming pirates. Maybe a, I'm, I'm seeing a str- Strapping me, uh, or woman? Can there be women pirates? But I, I think, see, oh, you've taken it a whole a different direction. Got a whole different direction, but I'm seeing strapping. Yes, okay. And That's and a, hairful. How many, hairful. How, how many legs? You you going? How many legs? How many legs on the pirate? Yeah. Because often it's a tradition, isn't it? The I like one, one and a half. Like the, one and a half. I like the long pause when you ask you that question. I, well, it's a tricky one because you, you get asked a question like that in 2023 and you think, is it okay to answer this? But I think with the pirate, I don't think pirates are one of the minorities who we feel that we need to, you know, we, we, we owe. I think pirates are seen as pretty negative figures. You see, I felt the groom. Less pirate, I felt okay. he looked, more sort of Jacobean. Oh, okay. Oh. What, what do you think about that? Well, um... The plot of this wedding. Yeah, anyway, they, look, they looked amazing. They looked like course, they'd, been, they'd been, like Baz Luhrmann had cast them. Oh, my gosh, Sarah, yeah. this is so... That's what you'd want someone to say about you on your wedding day. Although, have you seen Baz Luhrmann recently? No. No. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying they look like that. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying he cast them. I'm just saying. Sarah, if someone ever said about me, have you seen Emily recently? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> that would worry him. I don't, you know, what if Baz is... I don't want him to feel bad, but I'm just saying if someone needs a thing to do on the Cornish, Google Baz Lerman 2023. Sarah Barrett is doing clickbait on the radio. Oh, I <laughs> Yeah, you know those clickbaits that say things like "You won't believe what Tiger Woods' <laughs> wife looks like now." Oh, have we got that love? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, I've decided I've got a, a slight problem without weddings, mm. and that's the first dance. Why? <laughs> you, it makes you feel uncomfortable having Why? to watch standard attention. Yeah, I tell you what, I think we'll all agree, all agree that the most awkward moment on television. <laughs> Oh, here is, we go. It's when someone um, leaves Strictly and they have to go out onto the dance floor on their own and improvise a bit of a dance. I thought you were going to say you waltz. presenting the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> You've always cited that I wouldn't say. I think awkward would be... A, I think you're coming at it from the wrong... I think excruciating. 
Um, but do you know what I mean? I do, but I've I've um, not gone to as many weddings as I would like. Okay. No pressure, Sarah. It's okay. We don't know each other that well. But I, I like the, I wouldn't like to do a first dance and I omitted that component from my wedding because mm. I didn't want that pressure on me. But if I'm just getting to sit there and watch people manage that level of attention. Yes. I do enjoy seeing how they do it and are yeah. they talking? Did they seem to rehearse this? Did they, how much effort have they put in? Well, they went, the tune was, I think it was You're My Best Friend You're Queen. My Best Friend by Queen. Well, did I how does that like go? Can you, can you sing it? Oh, you're making me live whatever oh. this world can give to me. Everybody, come on. And yeah, that one. All right. So that's nice. That's that's upbeat, but not too upbeat. Yeah. Well, and also they didn't go full, I can show you the world. No, that would be strange. <laughs> Those trouble me. When I saw that Jacobean look that um, Sarah's new husband was in, I thought that's not a man who's choosing a song from the Aladdin soundtrack for his wedding dance. <laughs> no, it should have been that. Da 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 dance. You get up there and you think oh it's great, we're married, I'm in love, what do we do now for the next four minutes of the song? But I like watching people manage that pressure. Yeah, yeah you would. I would, right? Or I like, I like that's why, what I like any speech ever, because if it goes wrong, fabulous. Yes. If it goes great, fabulous. It's just, whatever it will be is inherently entertaining. Mm. Well, here's the thing, I someone told me that if you do a civil ceremony, it is illegal to say the word God mm-hmm. during that ceremony. You cannot is actually by law mm-hmm. say God yet. Really? Wow. <laughs> Banned legally from <laughs> saying God. Yeah. <laughs> I think I learned that when I got married. There was like some piece really? of music that I wanted to, like a Eurasia song or something. And it was like, oh, it has the word God in it, so we can't do Sorry, it. I'm not letting that go. A yeah, what, no, no, what, song. What, what was the, what was the, oh. only you, Lucifer. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 I, no, I'm not sure. I've got I'm, God in it? No, no, I'm I'm messing. I'm that's why I just said I'm cracking under the pressure of what the song was. Yeah. But there was some song where I thought, yeah. oh, this is cool, and then it turned out it says God, we can't use it. Um. No, but I think it's just during the ceremony because in Sarah Matt's wedding they had the ceremony and then someone come up and talked about God for a bit. Yeah, after it. In, but in the same like was the, was the, the officiant still providing? No, the, ofi- the official thing ended, and they said, "Okay, we've oh. got the law out the way." God, God, you're on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what I like though is that you get the woman. Is it the registrar who comes up? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I enjoyed her. She was very. I said, and I say this in a very loving, caring way. I like it was very Jackie Weaver. You have no authority here. <laughs> they have that energy to them. No, they two. do. Do you know the Jackie Weaver? You have no authority. It was it. It, was no. a, it went sort of viral. It yeah. was a local council Zoom <laughs> meeting that got really. Oh yes, that. I do. Know. Yeah, that do was you know what wonderful. I mean? They've got the yeah. bosses. They have an air of authority. I, they're very formidable. Those women. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Well done, you. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So we've we've got a bit of extra information on uh, God at the wedding. That um, the way it was with Sarah Matt's wedding is that the registrar has to have left the room 
before oh, uh, who God, are they, Elvis? before God comes out. <laughs> Makes you wonder about the registrar. As you said, very, very in control and efficient and never seen in the same room as God. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> so, yeah, so God's in an anti-room until the... Uh, until they... I wondered where you'd gone. What if someone, like, you know, stubbed their toe during the ceremony and said, oh, my G, OMG, or something, would that be? Would what? the G be? Wait, what would... What counts? What crosses the well, line? Oh, man, I mean, it's really something. Mm. I didn't know that. I think that the Jackie Weaver figure, yeah, I think she's a cruel mistress. She I don't is. think she'd be tolerated. I'm not no, su- but can I say God I'm not didn't get invited to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, it's a didn't, James. Sarah, Orks. When, Nat- when Natalie Wood got married, didn't James Dean sit outside the ceremony revving his motorbike to, is that true? to, to spoil I've got memory, vague Did you say memory thanks of for that. The tip? But that's why God should be outside on his motorbike trying to spoil Spoil the vroom, civic. vroom. Exactly. What a bike that would be. Mm. A bike of fire, like the one <laughs> that um, Nick Cage um, drove in that Can film. Can I say Frank's son looked very, so dapper. Oh, what did he, that out there. did Fabulous. he participate in the, the buying or the choosing of his outfit? He did. Particularly mm. the shoes. Mm-hmm. What were they like? Well, they, they were a um, what do they call those? Patent, patent, patent. Oh yes. uh, leather brogues. So they shone. Oh. They shone yeah. like the sun. Oh gorgeous. He had a rock star quality. Yeah, I can see that for him. Well, he's obsessed now with like rock music and and the, the careful table place. In it. we were on a table with a a woman who. Um, works at Dreamland in Margate, which is a big music venue, amongst um. other things, and a guy who's, like, got a, a record label and then a guy in a band. So he just talked about guitars and stuff mm. like that. It was, it was joyous. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, all, it, was, it was brilliant, truth is. I've noticed, by the way, that weddings, the last couple of weddings I've been to, I think that less gags now in the speeches. And it's a bit like the way stand-up comedy has gone. Less <laughs> gags and more, more heartbreak. More sentimentality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a theme running through society, I think. It's, um, Did, were, were, how teary or not were the speeches? I think some of them was uh, were a bit on the teary side, yeah. mm-hmm. a bit of teary Henri. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. But I think Sarah that's a general a general trend. Sure, tiara. Sure, tiara. I what said, did you think of the tiara, Frank? I said to her, <laughs> she's, I, she's the only person I've seen who I just thought, that's what you should wear all yes, the time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I said, don't put that in a cupboard. No. That, come to work, come to work wow. in that tiara. Her head I came alive. Her, Honestly. I lent her the tiara. So you didn't know you lent, I've for now real? given it to her. You owned a tiara. There was just a tiara that you had. <laughs> And suddenly you went, I've been waiting for this moment for the right woman yeah, who was, was meant like to be in a tiara. And I can't wear that. that I look like Queen Marguerite of Denmark in it. So it was time it was handed over to uh-huh. Sarah. It was but yeah, someone did say to me, you had a tiara. Wait, you had a tiara lying around. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not often that tiaras feature that No, but in Sarah life. had a, 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 if I may, what I'm guessing is there wasn't enough contrast between you and the tiara, whereas Sarah was bringing a bit of a punk aesthetic mm. that made the tiara sit in the right way. 
Yeah. It's beautifully handled. Is that right? Unfortunately, we then discovered that the tiara was a horcrux and we had to destroy it. <laughs> Sorry, it's a Harry Potter reference, but it's the only place I can think of where tiaras feature <laughs> and it talks about like this. But she really, man, some people I've discovered suit a tiara and that's, mm. uh, that's the producer. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Sarah Barron is with us this morning. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. We should have a little jingle, really, that would represent Sarah. I do. It would be something... uh, Don't hurt my feelings. Don't (laughs) hurt my feelings. I don't know if it's still on here, but I used to have the theme from the 70s TV series, The Baron. Oh, oh okay. that's I see where a you're going. One. I see where you're going. Yeah. But I think it might have been. Well, I don't uh, want to put removed. you on the old. We'll go for something sort of with an American theme. <laughs> Around her neck, she wore a yellow ribbon. Oh. She wore it in the springtime and in the month of May. Hey, hey. Which well, I believe yellow... was a US cavalry um, marching song. Okay. If horses march. I, well, I worry about her wearing the yellow ribbon from springtime. Or, I mean, all, every month, it seems, she wore that She's grub, always yellow ribbon. Wearing yeah. that yellow ribbon, that would get dirty <laughs> real fast. It would, but the good, I think it's chosen because fading in a yellow ribbon is less <gasps> apparent than when a, like a red one starts to go. Yeah, a soft yellow is more appealing than a soft red. Mm, in the ribbon, uh, certainly in the ribbon world, although I prefer a scarlet ribbon, as favoured by uh, Harry Belafonte in his song Scarlet Ribbons. How does that go? Well, it's about a man who, who um, walks past his daughter's bed. You don't get songs like this anymore. Walks past his daughter's bedroom on Christmas Eve and he is uh, praying for um, scarlet ribbons. That's what she wants for Christmas. Uh-huh. Now, can I say this is after the registrar has left? <laughs> So it's okay. Does she uh-huh. have no authority there? <laughs> and um, he thinks, oh, no, and he goes into town, and as he says, all the doors were barred and shuttered, all the streets were dark and bare, and he can't get, obviously, the shops are shut, you know, it's night time. And, um, and so he can't get her any, so he's absolutely got it. All she wants is his scarlet ribbon. So the next morning, you guess it, he goes into the bedroom, and on her bed in gay profusion... Gay profusion. Yeah, exactly. We're all these scarlet ribbons. Yeah. That, I want a, a real story. journey I'd like with the that. registrar to explain <laughs> that. <laughs> Frank, we've heard from Daniel E. Adams. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, today of all days, mm-hmm. has Frank whipped out his MBE? I haven't, actually. I, um... I, um... I stopped out last night, so I, I, I wasn't in the same building as my uh, MBE. You stepped out? I stopped. I, was, oh. I didn't go home oh, last okay. night. You know what it's like, rock and roll. Hey, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, some people wake up and think, oh, God, I haven't brought a tusk brush. I woke up and thought, I haven't put my MBE. <laughs> I like, I wasn't in the same building as my MBE. <laughs> Can you imagine what that feels like? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, and Danny T has got in touch to... I know him. Do you? Yeah. Could be a different one. Congratulate uh, our producer, 
Oh, yeah. And her Jacobean groom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. However, I'm a little disappointed that neither is wearing a fez. Oh, can you imagine if they got married in fezes? Do you think that'd be allowed? I think it would um, in Vegas. Oh, they let anything go there. Yeah. Did you go to Vegas? Are you str- can I be honest? Oh, yeah. well, you strike me <gasps> as quite a Vegas type. <laughs> Are you just... Well, you seem quite cool and rock no, and no, roll. Do, no, 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 no. I don't seem cool. <laughs> I don't seem rock and roll. But I don't think of Vegas as cool or rock and roll. I oh, think I, I think of what whatever uh, unflattering stereotypes one might have about an American. Yeah. The, the, this is who is going to Vegas and gambling and staying at those hotels. Like party people, man. Oh. What's up? Oh. I'm averse to gambling. Yeah, me too. I'm averse to drinking a lot. Like, I'll have a wine, then I'm done, and I am one of the tightest people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't think my spirit is Vagassian, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's seen as, it, I, don't you think it's got a little air of glamour in the, in our in our country? It's got a little air of glamour here. No, though. it does not. It's I don't know if it's got glamour, but oh, you, know, sometime, you know sometimes <laughs> when you want to really embrace... That side of life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You want to have. You want to be on a gondola indoors at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning eating burgers. I I think if you embrace it like that, it can be really. It can be a marvelous place. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Have we heard out else from Alfresco? Andy Wood. Mm, do you know Andy Wood? Do I know Andy Wood? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. He what? likes to do that every time someone's called Wood or May uh, or... Do you see? Sam, do you know Samuel Pepys? No, but I, <laughs> oh, I, wait, no, I, I won't be standing next to him at the urinal again. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay, it took me till that one, but then I got it, then I got okay, it. Okay, I, I thought I went cool. broader. Yeah. You saw okay. what I needed. Exactly. You accommodated it. I don't think I've heard Samuel Pepys before. I'm actually really good. Like yeah, that. that was a fun one. <laughs> anyway. Oh, dear. Um, does the registrar wear glasses when they leave the ceremony, but not during it, a la Clark Kent? Oh. oh that's from Andy Wood, Bronte country. Well, they'd have to get outside, <laughs> wouldn't they? and um, go into a uh, phone booth and put the glasses on was the way it would work. We also have, from 987, good morning. I am a registrar. Right. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Oh, my... Oops. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Don't mention anything like that during this little bit. Go on. I am a registrar. Mm. On my way to work, listening to you talking about the word God in a civil ceremony. Oh, she said it. You're fired. You can have an incidental... Are we all clear on that? Yeah. Reference to God. Yes. But we're not allowed religious content. No. Uh-huh. So we would have allowed, Sarah, the erasure song. That's from Rebecca in Somerset. Because I presumably, unless, I don't know what the song oh, was. Oh, I just, I think I've, I think I've got to remember, I was cracking under the Go pressure. On. It was a Beach Boys song. Um, God Only Knows. Oh, God Only Knows. Which, by the way, I actually think is sort of said with respect for anyone who might have made this choice. I now think it's a little bit too cheesy. I think too many people have done it. But however long ago I got married, it seemed. Yeah. It's a great cool. song. Oh, I think the love actually, 
Yes, it pushed it a bit over the edge in terms Was that of, in Love, actually? Yeah, yeah the airport scene. Okay. Uh, oh. Doesn't it begin, girl, I won't always love you? That's... I may not always, I may love, not you. always oh, okay. love you. And I thought that was a great way to start a wedding song. Seems yeah, but kind then of... he turns it, doesn't he? Turns it on a sixpence. Turns it on a sixpence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I forgot about the love, actually, inclusion. Oh, well, never mind. We've also had a coronation correspondence. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said coronation. What are we? What are we officially calling it, people? I liked coronation, but I, I don't think like, that feels very. I frank like curry wobbles. All right, curry wobbles. He's okay. the big man. I like chazzle dazzle. Who I'm wins? Right. I mean, does Frank win if you do no, have a I, showdown? I actually no. don't mind coronation. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> you know, it's not such a big, formal, difficult thing, is it, to say? Yeah. Five nine seven. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Sarah. Is there any call for fountain pens today? Oh. Could be a banana skin every stinking time. Well, I'm That's guessing. That's Simon of Sudbury, one I'm of I'm thinking regular. it's a bit like a wedding. I don't know why, because it probably isn't. But you know when they have to... You know that real weird bit in a wedding when they have to go off and sign stuff yeah. at the side? I'm hoping there's one of those, because then, imagine being the keeper of the pen. You'd be terrified. Oh. I hate that bit when they run into the ante room. Yeah, exactly. It feels we're, like an we're, early honeymoon. We're excluded. <laughs> they go and, to a different room? Yeah, well, you know, generally. I haven't been to a lot of UK weddings. Sometimes they just step behind a Japanese silk screen. (laughs) Now we're talking. (laughs) So, look, I, I don't know if I imagine this. But you know when you look at a big event and you think, wow, how, how amazing do you have to be to be invite, invited to this? And then you think, oh, God, they're there. I think yeah. I just saw Dynamo. I, I don't know who Dynamo is. Dynamo or, is, a, is, a, is a magician, famous yeah. magician. No. There, there shouldn't be such a thing as a famous magician. No, no, he's, no but he does proper <laughs> tricks. So. I, yeah. No, I'm not he's sold. He's pretty, he's pretty amazing guy. See, now, Frank, now are you starting to get interested in the idea that you should have been there? No, I, I don't, no. We've just no? seen Anton Deck. We'll find that Dynamo mm-hmm. has done some big charity thing and that's why he's there. Oh, yeah. Not that he, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Dynamo. He's a nice man. And a brilliant magician, which I like. Again, I never feel that those two <laughs> words belong together, but uh, that's my feeling Listen, and not yours. reserve your judgment until okay. you've seen the D-man. I'll tell you. Okay, all right, you're right. I'll right. tell you something that I uh, read, read about the... Uh, do you know that um, he gets anointed, Charles, with oil? On where do they put the oil? Well, where don't they? He is oiled um, on the head, yeah. on the hands, and on the breast. He's, he's oiled. So yeah. hold on, what's he going to... Uh, on the fabric, or they're actually going to expose... I don't think they'll reach inside they're his not tunic. Reaching in <laughs> There's no, no oil so on the fabric. I don't know, I don't know how they do that. Also, they're going to they're gonna put oil on the hand, and then isn't everyone supposed to kiss the hand? Well, yeah. gonna kiss, I, I suppose you oil... You know the old saying, oil one hand, kiss the other. <laughs> Um, that's what we say in the S&M community. Oh, <laughs> God's sake. The coronation, they have some respect. Man. But this is what I like about it, is that um, we won't see that if we watch the coronation on the telly. Well, you have to press the red button, you will. You have the red button for, uh, for the king's anointing. <laughs> no, but listen, the king... 
will be he'll be behind an oh, anointing he he'll be behind <laughs> an anointing screen so there's Wait. a special anointing screen amazon 39.99 <laughs> and um, you can go um, be, he'll go behind that so we won't see the oil being do you see applied. the shadows oh, do you see the shadows I don't, I don't know if you'll see it's not like a, a shower <laughs> shower it's curtain not, it's not a puppet show <laughs> no but well we see the shadows <laughs> that would be brilliant is <laughs> it just here ooh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's like an Eastern European puppet. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm picturing yeah. now. Headline in the Daily Mirror? What? Oily Royly. <laughs> it wasn't, but... You'd be, be moonlighting. It should have been. But... Here's the thing. When um, <laughs> I'm so laughing at the silhouette. I want to see it. I want to see the of the anointing. But when Camilla gets anointed, the console, oh. um, no screen, sans screen, as Baz Luhrmann said in his one-off hit. Oh, yeah. I've Googled him, FYI. Do you remember yeah, Baz Luhrmann had a song called Sunscreen? Oh, I remember. Yeah. I imagine if he brought, they played. Um, <laughs> If, if they played anointing screen, a version he'd specially done, like when Elton did a version of A Candle in the Wind for Diana's <laughs> funeral. If he'd done uh, use an anointing screen as his thing. But she's going to be publicly oiled, the, um, the queen. <laughs> Please. It says she'll be the first Queen of England to be publicly oiled. Wow! How come she doesn't get the respect of a screen? I don't know. I, I think she's completely oiled as well. He won't be able to get a good grip on her on the way out. He'll be like trying to carry out a big fish. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we should say this way, um, the the Princess Royal, um, mm. she really comes into her own this week. She gets quite good billing mm. in the coronation. And the, we know what comes with publicity is always the dark side that, you know, people start going through your bins and stuff like that. Mm. And um, it turns out this week that um, Princess Royal, Princess Anne, as we used to call her, for breakfast likes a banana. Okay. Not so, not so controversial, but she likes them as black as midnight on a moonless night. She <laughs> likes them when they have rotted into, or you know, when they just become phlegm bananas. Oh. Forgive me, everyone. <laughs> But that's how she likes them. Now, that's an ideal banana for the br the baking of a bread. Mm. And so you're sure these yeah. aren't get, getting baked into a bread? She's going no, raw, apparently, raw dog with No, one these? of the things that comes with being the Princess Royal is you are able to bake bread within your very being. <laughs> no, that isn't true. Um, no, that, uh, apparently they're sweeter like that and easier uh -huh. to digest. And she's, you know, busy, busy woman. And has she never gotten ill? Do we know if she's gotten ill off the back? Oh, she of doesn't she, get she ill. Doesn't they get, don't get ill. No, she doesn't get ill. She never misses a day. No. Wow. So, so she just li she likes an overripe banana, but apparently, I think the royals. Am I right in thinking? Uh, 
they they always use cutlery, so she would cut it rather. She like... doesn't cut it; it has to be sliced <laughs> yes. into little. So they're not allowed to cut something. Well, I think they're allowed to <laughs> to cut things, but they if you know if someone's there to do it for you, we all say, "Oh no, no, we do it," but give it a couple of weeks, and you <laughs> say, "Oh yeah, slice my banana." We well, can I slice this? Basically, phlegm like just do it. Yeah, <laughs> figure well, out was, a way. There was a former royal chef who revealed that it's not appropriate to reveal. To reveal, to serve pointy foods to mm. the royal family. So, yeah. what's an example of all I can think of if you say pointy food, is I can think of like a like a toast point. Mm, what good. else is pointy? I like it. Yeah, so I'm thinking is- star fruit. Staff roots? If you went near them with a staff root, I think you'd be wrestled to the ground before you got anywhere near. Yeah. I don't know. What's the point of his food? I hate 12, 15. <laughs> oh, a pineapple, absolutely out of the question. No seeds either. So, oh, is that right? They can't be given a seed. What about, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about like um, a seed on, on a strawberry? Look, I'm not some equerry. I don't know everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, that's minutiae we've got into. We've got Sarah Barron saying, well, hold on. What about a seed on a yeah. straw? I mean, where do we look that up? Where is the line? I do, the cucumbers have to be, the seeds are taken out of the centre. Well, what's left in a cucumber <laughs> then? A 1215. <laughs> uh, it's like eating some terrible vegetable polo mince. All the scent has gone out. They've been sliced. Do you know the, but the, but do you know the reason for the point thing? No. That's the sort of thing you'd know, Frank. Is it for danger purposes? Yeah, <laughs> traditionally, it's a historical thing that the idea is that they're trying to o- overthrow... They're trying, mm. you know, someone is attempting to overthrow them. Yeah. I don't know the point reference. I suspect it probably is a danger thing. I don't think the pineapples came to England until the 18th century, mm. so that must have been quite a, yeah, yeah, a bit of bit of a, a fault at customs. <laughs> Let those in, I would say. We'll find out more later, perhaps. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, we were talking about some of the. Um, no one at the coronation today is going to say we don't stand on ceremony here. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. We've been talking about pointy foods. Oh, yes. Because um, the royals, as obviously everyone knows, aren't allowed <laughs> to be presented with pointy foods. So 245 has been in touch with uh, an example of food that royals simply could not touch. Yeah. Pointiest food, Toblerone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that would be... I have actually physically hurt my mouth eating a Toblerone. <laughs> Did you draw blood? No, but I felt bruised. Discomfort. And knocked, my gums felt knocked about. Yeah. Oh, do you know? It. It's like eating an Afro comb. <laughs> it's like a really pointy, difficult thing. Um, 813, if pointy foods are off the royal menu, I'm guessing no royal event ever tasted an asparagus spear. Also, does a shish kebab count, as it involves a pointy you prop? No, why would you have a shish kebab? Oh. The temptation then for a courtier who's gone wrong... Yes. ...to reach for that, for that... Um, or a disgruntled MBE... Yes. Uh, ..who hasn't been invited to the... Uh, well, sorry. speaking on the subject of pointy, I am... Um, what about this? So when he's when he comes in, Charles, he'll be they'll be accompanied by the sword of state, the sword of mercy, the sword of temporal justice, and the sword of spiritual justice will all come in with him. 
And then that that's that's why dynamo's there. And then the king goes into a sealed cabinet and dynamo pushes the swords into it. And we'll see what happens. What about that now? So many toys. So you can't get you can't be near asparagus, but they can bring four swords in. That's the prestige. Actually, Mer- Sword of Mercy apparently has been blunted because I suppose Mercy is sort of kind. Oh, a, oh. a gentler spear? A, a gentler sword, yeah. May I ask a question? Thank you. What about <laughs> the, the section of the ceremony where, which calls for, doesn't call for, requires joyful cries? Yes. Do you want to, how would you do, how would you personally perform a joyful cry, Em? I'm very glad you asked me that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think, I will be asking this to both of you, mm. I think my joyful cry, I'm imagining, who, let's say, would it be your friend, Frank, the Archbishop of Canterbury? The ABFC, yes. Uh, yeah, that's for all the Franks are good friends. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. A great guy. <laughs> Big celeb. Big guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. But, but yeah, but he would be a great guy. Yeah, well, not necessarily, but oh. he is, he just, as what it turns co- out. What colour cassock does he wear? I'm not prepared to reveal that. <laughs> but I have stood on his parapet Hello. with um, my son blowing an Alpen horn, which was uh, fitted on the wall. And me, the Archbishop of Canterbury, and um, my good friend Chris, who's one of his right-hand men, we all had to go and we couldn't get a note out of it. My son, who was about eight, was like... Echoed across Westminster. It was an amazing moment. So, do, you, do you have the Archbishop's <laughs> mobile number stored in your phone? No, I don't have that. Uh, okay. I'm, I, I'm, I think if I if my parish priest found out that I'd got the Archbishop of Canterbury's <gasps> number, well, gel, we'd be well, gel, jelly bags. I might well get excommunicated. That's what. Okay, more. so first, there is a bit in the ceremony where Charles, um, where where they say that Charles is a, a great. Um, that he represents Protestantism and is a champion of the Church of England. Uh huh. Mm. At which point I'll be putting the snooker on. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Milton Tweets has got in touch. Milton Tweets, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Does he now? Yeah. And what, <laughs> what's Milton got to say? Uh, good morning. Re the Sword of Mercy. Oh, yeah. Don't often get Blunt, emails That's like the blunter of the swords. I'm concerned that it is blunted. Okay. In days of executions, the axe wielder's mercy was demonstrated by how sharp he kept his axe. A blunt mm. sword is surely not merciful. Milton, you sound like my kind of guy. <laughs> I think, um, Milton, it's blunted because um, when... Uh, when the royals used to eat um, ripe bananas um, <laughs> that used to be sharpened, but since Anne has moved to, to the phlegm-based banana, there's no need for the, the cutting edge. Mm. So I think that's when, um, when, when it comes out. Also, I think mercy, you know, kindness. But I know what he means. It was supposed to be merciful. Like Mary, Queen of Scots, I think that they, they did a bit of a... I think they made, made a mess of that um, execution. Is this true, or am I falling for a cruel jape? Um, seven 
3-2 or 8-2. Who knows? Good morning, Frank and company. There's a passage in Prince Harry's autobiography where he says the very first thing he did on leaving the royal family was buy one of those massive Toblerones from the airport duty-free. <laughs> really? As he'd been forbidden from... Uh, eating them, presumably. Th- that cannot be correct. <laughs> I don't know. I that loved, is correct. Do you think I it loved is? It. I once used one in whether... a uh, in my more show busy days. I bought a white one, and I used it as a toast rack. And um, it was quite. It melted some of the chocolate, and the toast had got some of the white chocolate. I went for the white. And oh, uh, oh, yeah. how come? I just yeah. grabbed the first one. I, okay. You know, when you're in a when you have an idea like that, you're in a rush. I would say, speaking of, um, that when after the uh, coronation, when they go back to the uh, to the palace, they go on the balcony. There's a six minute fly past <laughs> of aircraft. Six minutes. It'll be like that bit at the end of King Kong. <laughs> Just get lost now. Um, but apparently, it includes Brian um, May on the roof nah. in, in a single-seater aeroplane. Um, Prince Harry with a, one of those banners out the back <laughs> advertising his new um, video game, um, <laughs> World of Sparecraft. Oh, God. <laughs> he would do it, though, wouldn't he? There'll be oh, an advertising oh, thing today. Gobbling Toblerones. It'll like, be like, no who, was he, who was he who got that uh, chocolate bar out at their wedding? Oh, it was Anthea Turner and Grant, Turner and Grant Bovey. Yeah, who on their wedding photos, they were, they were sponsoring a chocolate bar. <laughs> and it was seen, it was on the cover of OK Magazine, sure. I believe, and it was a deal, and neither of them ever... I mean, it, it was a... It was career. No, it was an error, as it, as it turned out. It was yes. an error. It was seen as, um, you know, they took the dollar. Are they yeah. still together? No. no. Sadly, no. Um, may I return us to the subject of joyful cries? Oh, yes, joyful cries. You were supposed cries. to do a performance. Well. <laughs> what would you actually do if you were there, though? Okay. What I would like to do... Go on, go on, because go on. it's... What's that? Go on, go on, go on. You'd be a bit sheepish <laughs> about it. In the, go on, go on, go on, Archbishop of Canterbury, he... Firstly, there's the recognition. Yes. Which is people going, oh, my God! Yeah. There's the recognition, people asking for selfies. Then there's joyful cries. Well, first of all, he has to announce, Charles, as, and I quote, the undoubted king. <gasps> Does the word undoubted <laughs> not just make you go, think of doubted and question it more? Well, I, I think, think it's such a counterproductive word in I that way. I think he's taken out of context. To be fair, he follows it with undoubted king. He's got the crown and everything. It's a sort of like a little rap line. Well, in that case. I think we should do the joyful cry simultaneously to give the audience a flavour of what it might be like well, in well, the oh, Abbey. Let's, let's, let's do it after <laughs> this. We were um, discussing earlier, Sir Elton John, who um, I don't think he's... I don't think this is at the coronation. Are there people <laughs> who, who think that he's just kept his hair really well and not gone grey or anything? So it's, it's officially 100% a wig. And, yeah, it's a weave, I think, but uh, there must be people who think Elton John, that's amazing, he's really kept his hair. I don't ever want to be a, a voice of dissent. That's not my yeah. vibe or my spirit. But mm. I feel 
that that looked relative, like a little bit natural. I think I, I think, I think his hair looks slightly more natural than you think his yeah, hair looks. Yeah, so I, I wow. think there'll be people who have never questioned uh, that they think that's it, that's the hair. I feel afraid to say this to you, but I don't think I've ever questioned his hair. You've what? I know, and I, I feel afraid, and I don't want to Do be attacked, what? but I don't think I've ever questioned I, it. I love that for you. It's innocent for me. Well, it I, yes, I, it's I always very think, pure. I always, I had a, a, a mate of mine, his dad... He had a book which was about the ocean. <laughs> and he used, he said... That's such a 70s book. I know, it was. The ocean. It was. And he said he used to open, open it up to the front page, point at the seabed and said, remember in life, there's people, there's life even <laughs> down there. And that's what, what people like. <laughs> and I used to think that was a bit... Um, fascistic but you know when you watch pointless and one of the questions is name the, the capital city of england and they say don't go for that one because that's going to be a really big one yeah and sure enough when they pick it it's like 93 percent and they think wow i always think of that seven percent who didn't get it and who think elton john's hair is totally Yes. Oh, natural. I'm not saying that that's a man's, like, completely untouched, but I just didn't read it as, as... I also don't know the difference between a wig and a weave. Really? Well... Oh, okay. Well, what I think... I think you sleep in a weave. You sleep in a weave. And a yeah. wig goes on that, that so head. That's that permanent. false head. Yeah, that's permanent. Well, weave, weaves are pieces which are stitched on to existing hair. Uh, whereas the wig, um, but they're not. It's not an extension. Extensions and weaves are then still different. Yeah. Whew. What a world. Can I also say that's a whole other category. His hair, though. Speaking but, of the joyful cry, that I was at the Queen's ninety-second birthday party. Really? Yes, and 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 Prince Charles, as he was then, called for some hip hip array things. But when Prince Charles did it, he went. Well, you, Sarah, how would you do? How would you call for the uh, hooray thing? You know, when you lead it with, okay, the, yeah. with the hips. Well, the joyful Am cries. I just saying hip, hip, hooray, or am I yeah, leading exactly. into hip, hip, hooray? Hip, hip, hooray. Okay. He said hip, 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 and we went hooray. And, but we, I think everyone was thinking, where did the extra hip oh, come did from? You, did you feel that in a disjointedness of I the didn't hooray? like the rhythm of hip, hip, hip. <laughs> No, I didn't think it scanned as no, well. No, it doesn't as scan. It doesn't scan. No. But I wondered if it was a posh thing that they have an extra hip. Well, I don't know about well, that. I don't know about that. Thing. Maybe it's an <laughs> H thing. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> they added an artificial hip. <laughs> Do you know that Elton John has had a hip replacement or something done? A friend of mine saw him recently at the. O2 I know. Or I believe somewhere. it's his real hip. <laughs> <laughs> Bottas has got in touch. Bottas, okay. Yeah, you're looking concerned. It's all no, it's no, all above no. board. I'm fine with it. I'm fine it's with all it. above board. Uh, Westminster Abbey looks impressive, but to be honest, it's not the Pope's Grotto. No, <laughs> no, exactly. So about the Pope's Grotto. Pope's Grotto. I yeah. don't. Yes, I think I've seen my first. Uh, you know, at at every big royal occasion, you have to have. Um, 
the unruly horse moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. When one horse a bloke, oh, no, not today. Not today, Dobbin. <laughs> and oh, then the I horse say, just gets a bit jittery. There are some blue hair Dobbins as well. Yeah, the blue hairs amongst them. Yeah. Uh, you'll be glad to know um, I, I, I've, I've had a, an alert, a coronation-themed alert, which says to celebrate the king's coronation... Um, there is 20% off everything at the West Brom club shop today. What would you buy? Ooh, I, th- I like the green and yellow shirt, I think. That's a good colour combo. That, that would be my thing. It's nice that he gets to go with his partner. Yes. Partner. Mm. Why um, are you making them sound so cool? His wife. Yeah, his wife Is she still consort? By I the way, when he, no leaves, when he leaves um, the Abbey, mm. Queen, Queen uh, not, not Queen, um, the Princess Royal basically rides shotgun. Well, she, she's the aide de camp. Yeah, that's she, what I am to you. She she follows him. Yeah, but her official um, title, she's a sort of bodyguard basically. But her official title is, uh, and this is, I'm not making this up. She's the gold stick in waiting. <laughs> Aren't we all dear? Uh, honestly, though. <laughs> The gold stick in waiting, and there's a silver stick in waiting, but she is the gold stick who, in waiting. Who is the silver stick? Oh, he's some military guy. Some guy. Yeah, some some like a proper bodyguard. Guy. So hold on, he's got so he's got the sticks, gold and silver, at his side. I don't know if they actually have the stick. But she is the stick. Well, no, she, well, well, hang on, I thought she was the aide of camp. Well, she is, <laughs> but she is the the golden stick in wait, the gold stick in waiting. Honestly, this is official. Really? I mean, it might turn out to have been a banana. <laughs> but um, will, will she be wearing banana? Will she be wearing those glasses that she? Apparently, she has to be painted completely gold, like Shirley Eaton in golfing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Uh, I was at the palace a few weeks ago, Sarah. It's the goldest place I've ever yeah. been. How in did my it life. smell? I'm obsessed with how it smells in there. You know what? I don't remember it smelling of anything. So it wasn't either like lovely or a little musty. No, no, it was slightly mustier in the back room. Uh huh. Well, then imagine how much mustier it gets the further in you go. <laughs> That's often yeah. the case. Apparently, she put a gold stick down in the palace. Couldn't find it for forty-five minutes. The whole place is so gold. Wow. Do you know it's what really every like wall, Versailles? every chair. Oh yeah. Do you know what I keep wondering though? Because I can't. I've been thinking about this a lot. I wonder how Princess Anne is going to have her hair today. Because you never know with her. I think she'll, <laughs> I think she'll be wearing a hat, won't she? She's won't not she a loose a lady. She's not, I mean, no. how much variation is there in her hair, Well, really? there isn't. Well, she yeah, goes... Oh, oh, right, OK. <laughs> she goes for a sort of little Richard. Look, <laughs> like pompadours, I used to call them. She does. But I think... a big sponge. I think um, it'll, be the, it'll be a military hat. Today, that's my guess. Mm. Oh yeah. To go if you're the if you're the gold stick in waiting. Frank, do you like a woman in uniform? Oh yeah, I think so. You I very seem much, like you would. Yeah, I very much liked. Um, was it GI Jane? Sure. With um, Goldie Horn. Oh, wasn't it Goldie Horn? Wait, GI Jane. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking oh, Private, private Benjamin. I mean, but this is what you know. One oh, of the great performances the... of all time, <laughs> Private Benjamin. He's gone for the madcap comedy. Yeah, that's what I like. You bet your sweet BP. You see, I loved her on um, Rowan and Martin's Laughing. I'm old enough to remember. Oh that. yeah, she's yeah. she's an icon, Goldie. Mm-hmm. I think so. 
Who would have thought we'd be singing the praises of Goldie Horn here on Coronation Street? Listen, Anything I want women in gold. uniform. Everything gold is the theme. <gasps> Uh, Julio Lancaster, sorry, has just said it's basically just a posh old fellow trying a new hat on. Yeah. Your move, Frank. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> um, yes. I think, um, you know what, well, it's fine, isn't it? It's stuff to look at. It's people watching. It's great. Just enjoy. Relax. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We've got... Um, Sarah Barron with us this morning. Sarah, Sarah. And um, thanks, Bob. Thank you, Frank. And we haven't, sorry, we've all got, you know, we went to a wedding, we've got a coronation. We haven't really, what, what's well, you've new? We've got a coronation. What's you've got new? Your, just the two of you, Frank and I have their coronation. <laughs> yeah. said it, Sarah, like, I've got a lot on. It's I've like got a coronation. Sarah had a wedding, <laughs> the producer had a wedding, you two had a coronation. I went to Marrakesh for three days. Wow. Because my husband had a 50th birthday a couple weeks ago. So this was our, this was our little mini break to celebrate. Can I ask you a question? Please. The Marrakesh Express of the song, do you know that 60s song? I'm going to make you sing again. Go for it. They're taking me to Marrakesh. No? Well, no, but Frank and I made very direct eye contact through that yeah, song. Yeah, we did. I thought I was okay with it. I was okay with it as well. You get to I, a certain age, that listen, doesn't happen anymore. And I'm American, so I'm comfortable with that kind of thing from the yeah. off. And yeah. I'm old, so to me, you're a blur. I was oh, very good. awkward with the whole thing. Oh, yeah. 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 You didn't like looking at us, looking at each other. I'm thinking, what, you've been to Marrakesh and you haven't heard the Marrakesh song. I'm no, and I, I could tell you were doing a very clear rendition of it, So, but I don't think I do know that song. Okay. okay. Anyway, what's it like? I've never been. You've never been. Well, so the thing that they tell you is that the have you been M? Yes. The haggle is very key to the Marrakesh experience. Okay, I imagine you'd be good at that. This is this is what people say, and it's let's be clear, not a compliment, okay. but I accept that it's <laughs> true about me. Yes, you're right. So we go, we're gonna like go and a taxi, and we're gonna go out to the desert and have like you know some tagine while we look at the sand. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. And on the way, the taxi driver says, "Let's go into the shop," and my husband goes, "Oh, that's good." The point is, I'm not. I needed to like prep myself for the haggle, and I don't do it. And I figure out that I pay 30 pounds mm. for two <laughs> bars of soap because oh. I wasn't I wasn't quite ready. There was too much pressure on me to, to, to show the side of me that could probably be a haggler. Fine. So then, like the last day we're there, we decided to pick something up for our son. We're going to buy him a fez. So we go to the souk. Yeah. Oh yes. That, oh, can I and just say, our fez is from the uh, is from Marrakesh. Oh, is it? Yeah. You have an authentic fez. Yeah. Yes. In studio now. Yeah, we do. Eighty quid. No, not really. <laughs> not actually. It was about that because you remember Jonathan, he, my friend Jonathan attempted to haggle clothes quotes. Right. And um, I'm afraid it. Uh, he asked for um fez poor and putty shah. For a little cat? A small, a small fez, yeah. Anyway, I want to hear what happened to your haggle. Well, so I went, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. I, I, and it was as though the most natural part of my personality came out because I went from not being willing to do it to being so traumatized that I paid $15 for one bar of soap that my husband said, and men said, give me, give me for the fez, give me 30 or whatever, whatever. Hmm. And, and I went, nope, nope. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you 10. And he went, no. And I went, 
And I remember going, I'm walking away. <laughs> and I started. Were you actually walking away while you said it? I was facing it? him, but I was, I was like, I'm walking away. I'm oh, walking away. Brilliant. And he goes, 20. I go, 15. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. What a great catchphrase <laughs> for Hagrid. <laughs> but while looking at them, so you're not turning your back, you're open, yeah. arms are out. You're going, I'm walking away. So I wound up getting it for half price. That's really apparently the standard. It's embarrassing if you fall over a goat. <laughs> Oh yeah, that would have been. or uh, a petit chat, which was what was oh, actually what a great catchphrase. Full stop. I'm walking away. Yeah, I'm walking I'm, away. I'm walking away. That's good. Oh, we couldn't pull it off like no, that. I Frank, you no. try it. It's I tried work uh, on a, us. A, a guy when I was in South Africa at the World Cup. A guy tried to sell me an England scarf for something like something like a thirty quid. I said no, no, no. I'm not paying that. And he said, "You people are supposed to be helping Africa." And oh. I thought, oh man, he, he must have seen me on Comet Relief. <laughs> so, I mean, I was guilted into. Uh, so, what? So, you bought it for full price? Well, no, I got him to, I think it was 15. Good. Get that money not, out of Africa. Not helping Come him. on, don't I'm not help, helping him that Don't much. help Africa. <laughs> you know, you can help people too. I just gave him a fishing rod. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, Marrakesh. Yeah, we're still in Marrakesh yeah. with uh, Sarah Barron. So, and then of course, because we went here to celebrate a momentous birthday, there had to be like some little bit of a marital dispute. And this was our, our big one that featured on the three days we were there. We were in these sun loungers. My husband spent the, you know, the, 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 the sun lounger stretch looking at his phone, which is his prerogative. Like, I guess do what you want to do. But I felt like in a sun lounger in Marrakesh, I either want to be like staring outward, taking yeah. taking in the scenery, or reading my book. Because the outside world enters in while you read a book in a way that it doesn't if you're scrolling on your phone. Hmm. So fine. So he sat there, scroll, scroll, and I'm like, oh, I don't really feel he's taking in the experience but I'm going to keep my mouth shut because you choose your battles fine we say we're a little hungry should we get up and and walk this short distance to the poolside cafe poolside cafe yeah. I get a I get a, a work related text mm-hmm. we sit down we order drinks I think I'm going to respond mm-hmm. to my work related text he goes oh are you what, what in a very passive aggressive way he's like oh, oh what, what are you um what, what, who needs to hear from you and I go you, you've been on your phone for an hour and a half. Just, just. And he goes, no. There is a difference between being on your phone for an hour and a half if we're curled up on a sun lounger because you're not trying to engage me. I say, I'm just trying to set... He's like, he feels that there is different phone etiquette in a sun lounger mm, than there is talk. in a lunch. Now, I think that alone is correct. I think that you should behave differently at a table than a sun lounger with a mm, phone. Mm. You don't want to start anointing at a table. No, no indeed not. you do not. But I also felt a little like... I kept my mouth shut yes. for an hour yeah. while you didn't absorb the scenery. And now I want four minutes and I'm hearing it from you. No, thank you. I'm walking away. I'm I'm walking away. I'm walking away. What did, was it resolved? It wasn't, but I said, (laughs) I said, this is what I said, you know, the, the reason my back is getting up that's how I, and I'll be like, the reason my back is getting up, and you all, what they tell you, they, is in a marriage, you've got to concede, a, oh, Sarah, okay, for your future, you concede a point. Yes. But here's what I've done wrong. Mm. Here's what you've done wrong. Oh. Here's how we move forward. Oh. oh. You see, what I do is just give in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that if you self-nominate as the doormat, 
I think you can really make a relationship rock. And you feel I that feel, you're the doormat? I give in to, I'd say, occasionally I'll think, no, I don't think we, we should do that. I don't think that's right, but almost never. And it's okay, you get used to it. This is the problem. This That is what's... You, you need a... People say you need like a, a guard... You need the rose and the gardener. Like in a marriage, someone needs to be the flower and someone needs to be the gardener. The kisser and the kiss, as they say in France. Yeah. Bonjour, bonjour, they say, bonjour. They say in French. I don't want a gardener. You do, though. <laughs> but yeah. it sounds like Kath is the flower and you're the gardener. Um, y- uh, yeah. I guess so. I want more of a game, more of a gamekeeper. That's more my. Yeah, thing. well, um, yeah, that's all very well, <laughs> but that comes to the end of the show, Sarah. It's it's always a joy to have you on. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Can I say, and this is from the heart, if you are, are a comedy fan and you see on any listings anywhere that Sarah Barron is doing a show, oh, I Frank. no, but this is not because I really recommend you go and see, and you won't be disappointed. Um, Hmm. And the final episode of this series of Frank Skinner's Poetry Podcast is out on Wednesday. And I'm finally doing war poetry because that's what people who don't like poetry like. Um, But I found (laughs) some good war poetry and uh, it's uh, amazing. So listen to that and then there'll be a break before the next one. Uh, You can download it from wherever wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much. If you are into the coronation, enjoy the rest of it. If you aren't... Uh, you know, it's a day off on Monday. Uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out! <laughs> <laughs>